1: Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back. Behind the Velvet Rope, we got to get right into it today because we are here with none other than the OG of the OC. Nope, you're not hearing something wrong. Miss Vicky Victoria Gunvalson.
0: I love that. My father and mother named me Victoria because they waited ten years to have me, and I was their victory. So when people call me Victoria, it reminds me of my parents. So
1: see. You. And I didn't even know that, and we we're off to a good start, right? I know, I know. How so, are you?
0: Oh, I'm a little bit uneasy right now with everything going on. So, you know what? Uh, I'm over it all.
1: We okay. have a lot going on in the world right now, and yep. it's yep. crazy. And yep. when we last spoke, I was on your podcast, Whoop It Up yep. with Vicky, talking about just like what? The pitfalls of reality TV, what to yep. expect. yep in all this, so I think everyone should go listen to that episode, Whoop It Up with Vicky, with David Yontap from Behind the Velvet Rope. Now, before we get into it, I need to say two congratulations. First of all, you bought a Porta Vallarta house, haven't you? I
0: did, and I just closed last week. DHL is delivering my keys today. Um, I've got the painter there. I'm donating all of the inside that came fully furnished and the people that sold it. We're not able to go back and take all their personal items. So there's underwear and socks and you know things that I don't want. So we've got everybody going in there, cleaning it out. Um, and then I'm doing it all in tangerines and lime greens and yellows and very classic. Think of a bird of paradise, but that's going to be the whole unit. So four bedroom, four bath, big unit, corner unit with an office so I can work with my, got my headset ordered. I am ready to go.
1: I mean, listen, it has to be a working house, right? I mean, when we think of Vicky, we think of Kodo Insurance and working. Yep. How close is it to Andalays?
0: So it is definitely a cab ride or Uber ride away. I don't think I'll walk, it'll probably be three to four miles, but all my buddies over at Andalays are super excited because they're going to be able to see me more and I'll be able to whoop it up with my fans more. Um, But we can see the ships coming in to the ports and it's going to be, incredible like seriously like i said to michael yesterday michael and brianna were raised there i used to go for months on end i put them in the um mexican schools when they were in kindergarten and first grade so they could get the culture um but now michael's like i'm afraid to go there i said oh hello look at america right now you know because he thinks like somebody's gonna take me for ransom and like you know hurt me i said i'm good like i i feel more safe there right now than i do here
1: seriously and i personally cannot think of mexico without thinking of you vicky
0: right right i know and so in in honor of that i even have a whoop there you go i have a virtual background that i found that is all about mexico so i'm so right? jealous of the I <laughs> when i find this shit i just i'm have- like
1: I'm so jealous of your virtual backgrounds.
0: I know. You know, it's it's interesting because I didn't think I could do it, and then I found a way to do it. So somewhere over here, I'm going to re-find it again. But I love Mexico. I love the people. You know, I when I bought it, when I decided to buy it, it was in January when I own a times, sh- It's not a timeshare, but it's owner-occupied weeks. My father built the building. In January, Steve and I were kind of talking about our future, and I said, I really love it here. I want to watch the sunsets every night. I want a, a really quality of life. These last 20 or 30 or five years, whatever I have left to live. And Hopefully you have
1: more than that.
0: Well, I don't know. You know, who who knows? You I mean, never know. Who knows? So he said, well, why, are, what's holding you back? And I said, I don't know. I just, I don't want to buy anything here. I'm just a little nervous. So I went out and looked with my realtor who actually was friends with my father and my father has been gone 25 years. So, um, Anyway, found this place that was just listed for sale for two days. And I'm like, can I get a mortgage? They're like, no, you have to pay cash. I'm like, OK, let me get back to you on that. So they're from Newport attorneys. They were not wanting it or using it. So I put the offer in. It was 610000 Laid the cash down, baby. And here I am.
1: And how big is it? I just am curious what $610,000 buys uh,
0: it's, I think 2,600 square feet. It's a corner unit. So I see all of Bandera Bay. Uh, It's got five pools, a big guard gate, so nobody can come in and get me. I could just sit in there and work, 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 work. I'd be so happy. Work, 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 work.
1: And Steve will be happy, right?
0: I'll be happy. He'll be on the lookout on the 15th floor. See if anybody's going to come up and get me. No, it's going to be huge quality. we got our flights booked for July 1. We're heading down.
1: That's amazing. And, you know, I also can't think of the state of Oklahoma without thinking of you either.
0: I know. Well, Brianna lived there, as you know. She did. I was saying I didn't like Oklahoma. It wasn't that I didn't like Oklahoma. I didn't like that she was in Oklahoma. So anyway, now she's in North Carolina. God forbid me say I don't like North Carolina. I do like North Carolina. I don't like Brianna in North Carolina. So
1: That makes sense. And congratulations, because you're now going to be a grandmother. Yep.
0: No. These are my babies. I look at them every day. And Can you see them up there? Yeah. yeah and Owen and they inspire me every day to be the best person I can be. So they're my they're my everything.
1: So you're gonna be going to North Carolina?
0: Yeah, I go next week. I'll be there for a week and super excited about that because I haven't seen Brianna since Christmas because of COVID. Wow. And she's uh, four months pregnant now. She's having a boy. So I said okay well get pregnant again because we need a girl.
1: My sister has two boys and she stopped. But yeah, I mean
0: Brianna is so busy with those boys and they eat her out of house and home and they're gonna be big boys. I mean, they are my little Owen's gonna be six and Troy's gonna be eight and I can't wow. be born on TV, you know. Um, so family's growing and you know, life is life is good for them. They just got five chickens and they get their own egg wow. yard. So you know, Ryan's a Marine, so he keeps thinking, like, what, I need to self-sufficient my home, and so you got chickens, and the boys go out every morning, and get their eggs, and bring them in this cute little basket with a blue ribbon on it, and they're living country life.
1: And so you have the home movies from that, of them, you know, kind of being born on TV. Yeah, I do. So that must be, like, one of the highlights from...
0: There's a lot of good highlights, Um and it's, um, you know, there's there's good and bad when I look back, you know, I divorced Don on TV, we we're 10 years ago in 2010. I had a wild hair up my ass that the grass was greener on the other side and I was going to fall in love with the Southern Mississippi gentleman. And obviously I got, I, I got made fool of love on that one. But um, you know, 10 years goes lickety split. And I think about me at 58. Now I was 42 when I started.
1: So wow.
0: 15 years of, of doing a reality show, lots can happen in your life right Dave
1: yes that is that that was a whole podcast episode that you and I discussed I mean I I could have talked to you for like 15 hours about that topic no
0: I know it's just I look back and I think about like Gina Kido starting with Joe and Slade and you know then Alexis all all the different people that came into my life and then poof gone like they came in we were working together every day and then poof gone so life is life is weird being on reality TV. I know you're super close with some of the New York girls and, you know, I my biggest advice to them would be is don't put all your eggs in this basket.
1: Right. I mean, right. Because that's the thing. Like, so if you look at the current state of New York, we have people that have been around, Ramona, Sonia. I mean, Sonia's not an OG either as Dorinda, but like Sonia's been around, Dorinda's been around, Luann and Ramona. I mean, do you think that, listen, it happened to you and Tamra. I think it could happen to anyone.
0: Absolutely. The more expensive you get and the older you get, I mean, she, you know, the, Bravo told me, you're expensive and we want fresh new blood.
1: Who do you think out of Ramona, Sonia, Luann, and Dorinda would be the first to go? If I'm one not, had to yeah. go.
0: I mean, Dorinda's fairly new. What is she, three, four years?
1: She's newer than the rest.
0: Okay, so I would say, you know, but... You know, th- at times every season they say, "What's going on in your life?" And my answer is, "I'm living my life. It's a reality show." Uh, so that made me a little bit like, "Oh, if you're going through a divorce, or oh, if your kids are going off to college, like th- I feel like they want you to have a, a reason to keep you." Um, Ramona does, you know, she's doing the same thing, and she's great TV. Sonya's great TV. They're all great TV. I'm great TV, but. I never thought they'd pull the plug on and night together at the same time. So I just, my encouragement to everybody is save your money. You know, through all my years of being on Bravo, I never bought anything new other than new clothes. I didn't, I mean, I leased my cars to my company. I didn't buy a new house. I didn't live beyond my means. I paid my taxes, paid my attorneys and banked it. And that's why I was able to buy a home for cash. And I'm super proud of myself as a single woman to be, you know having a business and working 15 hours a day um, and, and able to balance it as best I can while being on, you know, on a show. So, is
1: no, I mean, that's true. Is that the advice, like looking back, you would give season one? Vicky?
0: I did everything right, um, except falling prey to divorce. I mean, I think that hindsight, um, I know for a fact if I wasn't on a reality show, I wouldn't have been divorced. And that cost Don and I both a lot of money because we had to split assets and alimony and all that stuff. So I paid, you know, more to him than he did to me because I had the business. So that's hurtful and that's hard. And you know, then I got taken for a ride with Brooks, and he owes me over three hundred thousand dollars. And then I was in a vodka lawsuit. So all these different things happened because of being on the show. And Tamara's in a very expensive lawsuit now because of the show. So it's not all good. You know, you got to watch what you say, you got to watch who you surround yourself with and uh, bank everything you make. Do not live off of it. Go get a job and bank your salary because this this will end for everybody one day. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise.
1: What a wonderful day!
0: It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
1: Wait, I have another question. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, listen, I love being the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, but bringing you guys, five shows a week, tracking down the top Bravo celebrities to bring you new creative content every day. That causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. I'm not even getting into the lack of sleep or lack of a relationship. So I needed somewhere to turn, and for me, I turned to BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp because it's professional counseling right from the comfort of your own home. What they do is they match you with a licensed therapist It will end. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, were you shocked? I mean, yes you were shocked when you and Tamil were let go. Or you. Well,
0: you know, Dave, it was interesting because last year, as you know, they limited my role. And when they did that, I said, Why? Why are you doing this? And they said, Well, we just we just kind of feel like you're a little bit more reserved this year. You're not whooping it up as much. I'm like, well, I whoop it up every day. <laughs> work I will put it up I will put up whatever and I think that they saw me aging and I didn't do what I did in my 40s as I do in your late 50s right so life changes you become uh, you know I always kept thinking brands like mom you're a grandmother and don't embarrass our family and Steve would say now you know you've got my kids of four and five grandkids and your kids like this will be on tv forever and dvds and I kept thinking about that when I really wanted to whoop it up and take my clothes off and go swimming. Ah, eh, Tamara can do that. But I went in fully clothed because that is truly what I would what I would do anyway. But I'm just saying to you, I never really got all into whooping it up because I always felt like, oh my God, that's right. Brianna's boys are seven and eight. Do they want to see in ten years Nana, you know, naked out of our top.
1: Right. Do you think age, because I talked to this, I talked to Tamara about this too. Like, do you think age played a factor? You know, you're 58, Tamara's 52. You don't like to mention the new cast member by name, I know, but she's younger. And if you look at New York, like to your point, the New York girls, who knows, they brought in Leah, who's 38. Like, do you think age played a factor in this? Well,
0: you know, if we go there, that's age discrimination, which is illegal. So, um, I can't help my date of birth. So I was born in March of 1962. I will be celebrating my 40th high school, high, 40th high school year reunion Wow. in September, actually. So age, I think comes wisdom. Ramona's older than me. Um, I She's not married. Her daughter's older. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, You know, I pissed somebody off at Bravo. Obviously, I didn't mean to. I said, Sherry Levine, what did I do? She's like, you did nothing. You were on for 14 years, and we're ready to get younger. And and Kelly used to say I was old, and I'm thinking, I'm old. Her boyfriend is two years older than me, you know? So, I don't know. People, unfortunately, want to cut you down because you're old. I, I, I don't feel like I'm old. I don't. I feel like I'm really at a great time in my life. I can do what I want. I can travel the world if I want. Kind of, because of COVID, I can't. Um,
1: right.
0: I can do. I can. I can create my own re- reality inside my own world. I love Mexico, so therefore I bought in Mexico. I love the people there. I could go for a thousand dollars a month and have a five-star, beautiful dinner every night with a great bottle of wine, and have my eggs and huevos and all that in the morning. Like have a great quality life for a thousand dollars a month. Tell me where you can. Do that. If shit hits the fan here in America, I'm heading to Mexico. I'm literally, I will, I'm checked out.
1: Well, you Uh, certainly can't do it in New York City. So I that I can tell you.
0: So you and I will have to do a podcast from my condo in Mexico because my decorator, who I've hired, a great handyman, he's making my desk right now. I said I want a file drawer. I want place for paper. I want my pencil drawer desk and an L shape with my monitor on there. He's like, are you going to work here? We don't typically do this. This is a vacation home. I'm like, I'm going to work there.
1: Uh, it's Vicki um, Humpherson. Of course you're going to work there.
0: How many times can you go to the pool during the day? I'll go to the pool from like, you know, 3 to 5, have a happy hour. But from 8 in the morning until 2, I'm going to work. Why not?
1: Well, that's like what I said. Like, if we have another wave of this and we get locked down again, I don't know if I'm going to stay in New York. I'm like, I just need to be able to do my podcast all day which I could do from anywhere and I'll just
0: come to Orange County. You can stay at my house. It's, it's incredible. It's like an oasis. So
1: I'm well, your backyard is gorgeous. I, the other day you guys were in your backyard that I saw, I think the day we did our podcast, I saw in the backyard. Do you think, do you think like, would you do it differently of accepting a friend role? Would you just say no, if it would happen again?
0: My ego is pretty bruised and I have an ego just like the way everybody does. Um, because I didn't, I did never got an explanation, but I was used every 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 episode, every drama was centered around me. Look at my birthday party. Look at all the different things that happened, the and Migos, and all that fun stuff. And I still don't know why. So the answer, I think, I did the right thing. I I, I was offered a reduced role this year, and I said no.
1: I don't blame you. And you truly, and you truly think you would still be married to Brooks if it wasn't for
0: not Brooks.
1: Sorry, not no. Brooks. Don. Sorry, no. I'm like, no. yes, Don.
0: Brianne and I talked about it um, because, uh, fully disclosure, I had an affair with Brooks, and I was traveling a lot with work, and I had been in Atlanta, and he was Mr. Southern gentleman. Well, what would you like to drink, ma'am? And I'm like, who the heck calls me a man, you know? and he was in the industry, very recognizable as a producer, and we started chit-chatting at that time. Don and I were disconnected. My love tank was empty. We were not having, you know, intimate sex or anything, and I felt very uh, alone, and so when another man started giving me attention, Don and I were so distant. I, I just know it was an influential time in my life where I thought I was popular. I thought I could have it all. And, you know, I ruined the family. So, you know, Brianna and I just had a conversation about it the other day. It's not that I'm not happy with Steve. I love Steve and I'm engaged and things are great, but him and I both have talked about what we did wrong in our marriages. Cause if you don't figure that out, you will fall into that same exact pattern. So for me, I knew I didn't bookend my relationship and through counseling, I figured this out. Those that are listening. When you travel the way I do and did, I would wake up, go to my meetings, go do my thing during the day with work. And then at night we would party and I would go to bed one or two o'clock alone. But I never called Don or I never reached out to him and said, I'm waking up, I'm going to the meetings and I'm in bed and I'm safe. And so what happened was one day went into two days, into three days and then I get home and he was like a stranger to me. And it was, you know, I'll take blame for it. And he started straying. I started straying and then, and it was, i just became, everything became more important than him. And that's not, in you know, a marriage, you can't do that.
1: No. And is, is this the first time you publicly said you had an affair with Brooks? Cause I've never heard. Oh. Oh, no,
0: every, I, yeah, I talked about it on the show. So oh. um, yeah, it was about- <laughs> I don't um, remember that. Yeah, it was about, I knew him in the industry for about four years prior to filing for divorce. So we would see each other every now and then in different cities and stuff. And I was super attracted to him. I mean, he was, you know, he had, he had me from hello. I mean, it was so stupid because he was looking to con me. I mean, the whole time, looking back, we were together five years and I I never saw it until the end. I was so, so blinded.
1: Was that one of the, lo- I mean, we talked about your high points. Was that like one of the low points of like the whole show, just the whole Brooks thing?
0: Yeah, that- you know, he publicly stated, Vicky was never in on a cancer scam. I just won't reveal my real records. And somehow, someway, Bravo, bad production company at the time, we had a bad producer. He said, this is cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. We're the highest rated show because I was constantly in defense mode. i was like, why would I, who did I scam, by the way? Nobody can answer that question. I got scammed. I kept paying him and paying him and paying him paying him child support, all the things he owed. I was paying, bought a car for him, bought him all the clothes. But every time I did, I had him sign an Excel spreadsheet. And I was made a fool of, you know? So that was undoubtedly the worst time in my life, in my whole life.
1: Well, to that point, what has been harder to get over Brooks and this whole thing that happened? You know, you learn from it or the fact that you're no longer on, I mean, I know one of the wounds is more recent than the other.
0: Um, Well, harder to get over is is Bravo, obviously, because that was, I was really invested mentally. I'm not not sad that Brooks and I broke up. I'm sad that I was so gullible and so naive and so stupid, you know, but, you know, um, we've all been stupid. We've Mm -hmm. all made mistakes. We've all fallen in love with bad people. And unfortunately I let it go too long because I was on a public platform and I kept wanting to prove everybody they were wrong. They were wrong saying that about Brooks and at the end I was wrong.
1: Right. And how are you doing now when, you know, when I was on your podcast, we talked about the five stages, I think I brought it up, the five stages of, you know, getting over something, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance.
0: I didn't like the sound, but I'm going to do that. Um,
1: I told you where I thought you were at that point, where, but am where, I, where am I? Well, when I was on your podcast, I said, I don't think you're in denial, the first stage, I think you were somewhere between anger and bargaining. That's what I said when I was on your Whoop It Up with Vicky, Vicky podcast. But today, I don't know, we haven't really gotten into it. You might be moving along on that curve. Well,
0: you know, I'm happy because I got my place in Puerto Vallarta. And that to me um, is a job well done. You know, I, I own a very expensive house in Coto. I now have a second home paid for cash I have a lot of money in the bank so i'm proud of myself and thanks to bravo i was able to be very responsible with the money that i made um so did i want it to end in january i wasn't prepared for it i thought i did a really good job season 14 i didn't know why they wouldn't there is a producer that's currently on this cast the last two years does not like me and i don't like him it's public i mean i i think he's a snake in the grass and i think he's always stirring up conflict that is not real conflict. So him and I had it out and I'm sure he probably said she's a, she's a problem. Let's get rid of her. You know, because I saw right through his bullshit every time.
1: Wait, if I were to ask you to name a song by Dolly Parton or Queen, could you answer that in under 15 seconds? If the answer is yes, you need to play Trivia Star. What about if I asked you for a member of the Beatles or New Kids on the Block? Could you answer that in under 15 seconds? If the answer is yes, you need to play Trivia Star. What if I were to ask you to name a movie by John Travolta or Tom Hanks? Can you answer that in under 15 seconds? If the answer is yes, you need to play trivia star. Do you guys know the capital of Canada? How about the country of origin for kebabs? Play Trivia Star now, improve your knowledge. Listen, Trivia Star is perfect for anyone listening to this podcast. It's a free mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories that you get to choose from music, TV, animals, and celebrities. Come on. Do we want to talk about anything here behind the velvet rope other than music, TV, and celebrities? But they have over 60 different categories. If you choose the correct answer from the multiple choices and beat the clock, you move on to the next level. It sounds simple, right? But the questions get harder and harder over time. So if you get stuck, don't worry. You get these coins and gems And you you use the coins and gems to get hints, and then you can beat that level, and then you can move on. And if you love trivia like I do, honestly, this game, you will get sucked in. This game is amazing. Right now, Trivia Star is offering 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. You get those for free, and that's what you need to do to move on to the next level if you get stuck and you need help. I cannot stop playing this game. It is so addicting. I love the celebrity category. I love the music category. And duh, I love the TV category. Trivia Star has thousands of five star reviews in Apple in the Apple store and it's the number one trivia game on the app store. So download it today. Challenge yourself. Just go to Apple or Google store and search for trivia star, go to Apple or Google store and search for trivia star. You are going to love this download trivia star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. It is so fun. You will be addicted just like I am.
0: Why are you telling her to say that about me? You know, so
1: So he purposely just like kind of try to stir the pot and manipulate the situation.
0: And after, you know, talking to Brie, you know, a lot has to do with the producer and production and the editors on how somebody's edited. You know, there's some people in Bravo that adore me and there's some people in Bravo that maybe they got jealous that I was making more than them. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Did you know Brie? Did she ever work or she was just Vanderpump roles? No, I
0: never knew her. I reached out to her last week and I wanted to talk to her. I want to really, I think it's important for me as the founder of the franchise. How real is this? These editors go out and they target and you can watch every single season. They go after somebody and edit them, whether it's Alexis Bellino, whether it's Lynn Curtin, whether it's me, you can see what these editors are doing and for that i got pissed off i said this is wrong this is not what the show is about and i was a voice of reason behind the scenes saying i'm not falling prey to this i like everybody on my cast i don't like what you're doing to them to go after me and in certain situations so i think i was too um too seasoned to see through. I said, or make me an executive producer. Like, super simple result. Like, you know, uh, Lisa Vanderpump, she's an EP on the Vanderpump Road. Make me an EP and I'll play your game and I'll play it right.
1: Right. So, what did, and this is what we talked about too. Like, I personally think that's what's happening to Kyle this season on Beverly Hills. I mean, love her or not, yeah. it, I, mean, I just think this many yeah. years later, they're like, Kyle needs something, yes. and they've decided, what did Brie say? Like, was she willing to talk to you?
0: Um, we've texted back and forth. Um, she's on my to-do list for the day. So all of you out there, if you don't have one of these, can you see this?
1: Yeah, okay. kind of. It's weird when you have the fake background. Okay. It's like... I do
0: not have a fake background. I'm in a high-rise right now. Um, I'm cheating. So it, It's um, like a
1: nice fake background. Don't I get have me wrong. A
0: to-do list that I work on every single day, and then the bottom part is yellow. So... That's my important stuff. And if I don't get that done, that moves to the top of tomorrow. So every morning when I get to the office, I am focused on what needs to be done, what calls I have to do, breeze on here. And then from there, I if I don't get with her, then I'm or anybody, I move it to the next day, and that's my first thing I have to do. So I'm constantly working on charts, goals, to-do lists, and that's what keeps me so focused and successful is being able to do that.
1: And what are you hoping to gain from Brie? Just like closure, like knowledge?
0: I don't think I'll ever have closure, David. Really? You are um, blindsided. And when a producer doesn't like you, um, you want to prove them all wrong. I'm, I'm a type A bitch. And I don't like to be lied to, I don't like to be manipulated. Um, my father taught us to stand up for what's right and what's right is right. And, you know, some of these things that we've talked about Kelly and how horribly, um, you know, defaming she is to me, to people with the COVID, like to, and they keep her and I, I don't get it. And then their response was, well, that's Kelly. Really? You employ this person. So it's not that I like Kelly or don't like Kelly. I mean, I'm neutral with Kelly. I'm just giving that as an example. When you are so brash and so harsh about people's looks or, you know, people being sick or whatever, it's just like, how can that stay? Maybe I'm too normal. I don't know. Maybe I'm too normal.
1: What do you think? Um, Well, I mean, I don't think, I mean, listen, I'm not too normal. I don't know if you're too normal. But I don't mean that in a bad way. I think you bring something. I mean, do you think Kelly just takes it too far? I think Kelly
0: is doing whatever she can to keep her job, and she knows that that will keep her job for now. This will never last forever. Nothing lasts forever.
1: No. Which is what shocks me when... I mean, anyone, even the New York cast, like when anyone doesn't realize that, that's what we talked about on your podcast, that's what shocks me. Like Vicky's guard. She's the OG of the OC. And Tamara, who's not an OG, but is really there, the closest thing too. Yeah. So how could anybody on any franchise at this point think they're safe, no matter what your name is? Yeah. can't.
0: They can't. Can. You know, it's, it, it, as you get higher up on this Favorite Nations or you know, ladder of being on for a long time. Um, the network is not making money like it did in the past. We all know that. Streaming is the way it's going to be going. Uh, advertisers are not paying the big bucks. The executives are not making what we're making. We're making more than them. So you got to imagine there's some sort of insecurity or jealousy or something saying, why is this woman making double or triple what I'm making? And i got to believe that they're going to say, you know what, that's it. We're done. No, we're kind gonna bring in cheap labor. We're gonna bring in the cheap labor. We're gonna bring the most exotic stories of their life and we do it for cheap.
1: Kind of. What do you miss the most? Is it, well, is it what upsets you the most too? Like, is it the fact that you were let go and maybe it wasn't on your terms? Is it the money? Because we all know you, you're a businesswoman and it's about the money. Or is it just like, this was my life.
0: Yeah. Well, it's all, it's all of that. You know, I am a money person. I'm a math girl. I helped my children and I still help my children. Michael owns a beautiful home in Pacific Beach. Uh, I put a lot of money down on that. He pays the mortgage, but I helped my children. And, you know, same thing with Brandon Ryan. I, I help my children and I help charities and I'm a giver with the Boys and Girls Club. So I, I'm not going to be able to do that as much because I got to... Not not enough is coming in. So I've cut, I've rebudgeted myself, I've cut all my ancillary expenses down, and I'm still in the green, but I'm not able to be as charitable as I once was, either with my family or um, friends or my children. You know, it's just that that's what's going to be the hardest for me because I'm super charitable.
1: That makes sense. But you should feel so proud of yourself that A, you bought a house in cash. B, unlike, I would say 90, I would go as far as saying 90% of the housewives out there, you didn't live at the money you were making. You weren't in debt. It wasn't all smoke and mirrors. So like.
0: So I own three houses now. So Michael's mine in Codo and then Puerto Verda And, you know, for a 58-year-old woman going through a divorce and being embezzled by an employee and having all that problem with Brooks and all the attorney fees, like, you know, I was able to sustain it because Koto Insurance, you know, insurance companies—you don't get rich off of them. It's a—it's a steady paycheck, and um, I'm meeting with some companies about maybe acquiring my business. Um, so there's there's a lot of changes in my life because of Housewives firing me. I hate that word. I've never been fired in my life. Um, I fire people, but um, I I also think that there's a lot of new opportunities going to be coming because of it.
1: I think so. Well, no, I think so too. Well, like Bethany Frankel reached out to you. Yeah. I
0: respect her. I mean, she gave me some good advice. You know, she said, clean out your closet, get rid of the stuff you don't need anymore. Donate it or sell it. And It'll take you six months to a year to get that backpack off your back. And the stress will go away. Your your relationships will improve. Um, and it's slowly starting to happen, meaning that you can spend more time with the people that you love when you're not scattered around filming, doing press, working. So I'm, I'm excited for that.
1: It's just change. Just any change is not easy. I
0: hate change. I hate change. I-
1: I know. I don't exactly like change either, but if you look back, like look at, just look at the Brooks thing, for example, or even like your divorce from Dawn, now you look back and it's so distant that it doesn't emotionally get you the way it did.
0: Right. It's a season of life. So I would say to my friends or people that come to me for advice is there's four seasons in the year. we got summer, spring, winter, and fall. And every season brings a new temperature, brings a new um you know experience whether it's good or bad and life is like that so i'm you know i'm getting out of winter (laughs) so to speak in the storms um the snow and the cold and getting into a more peaceful i want a peaceful life i want a quality of life that um that i just don't regret you know
1: well you would never have that staying on the real housewives it's not going to be peaceful
0: it's not and the tears were real dave you know we didn't get a lot of opportunity to spend time while I was filming and um, the angst in the, the disgust um, while you're filming and then having to see it replay it, it was 10 months a year. Unless you got edited right. And then you were, then you were happy, but that usually something comes off different than yeah.
1: what it should be. Did you hear from anyone else besides Bethany? Like, Nene, Candy, Teresa, like these people you've known forever?
0: I don't know Candy. Um, I know Teresa loosely. Um, Patty Stanger and I became friends. Jill Zarin and I have always been friends. Nene, uh, her and I talked. Ramona. Um, I don't really socialize with the Beverly Hills ladies. I think they think that we're Orange County and they're Beverly Hills. And, you know, I think there's a little bit of go away, girls. Um, I feel that from them that they're they think they're above us. I mean, I I wouldn't live in Beverly Hills if you paid me. I love my Orange County. So well, that's how
1: that's how a lot of the New Jersey girls feel when they're interacting with the New York cast.
0: Yeah, I mean, I got two acres and I got a big pool and I can have a hundred people in my backyard and you know a lot of them can't because they live so close to each other.
1: Who have you felt the most attitude? with, from, from Beverly Hills?
0: I don't run across them. Really, they like, you know,
1: they like, all Erica inside. Jane, Lisa Renna Vanderpump?
0: I don't think they give me the time of day. They wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for me starting this damn thing. So they, you know, the last time I saw all of them was either at BravoCon or Andy's Baby Shower in January of last year. And truly, you know, Lisa Renna didn't give me the time of day i said hi to her and it was like oh yeah you're orange county i just felt um looked down on um you know she's up on the dance tables dancing i'm like why this is andy's baby shower you want attention like it was just all very i just sat back going wow this is a little messed up um everybody was having fun but it you just see it from a different perspective when you're not on anymore like you are all about who's looking at you you know so it's fine. It's just, you see it through different lenses. And I've been there. I've done that. I've wanted people to stare at me. I want them to know I'm, I know how to whoop it up. But when, you, when you're when you not on it anymore and you see the theatrical experiences that are happening, it's like...
1: Well, this is why I was able to come on your podcast and talk about this. Imagine if you've just been sitting back for 15 years and observing it all in a very close... you see a lot of the same behavior.
0: Yeah. They think they're invincible. And uh, it is a popularity contest, so to speak. It's a sorority and steroids. And we all do have that synergy where we, we're all on a reality show together. And there's a lot of ladies coming and going and a lot of franchises. So it is nice to have that group of women that we can have some sort of relationship with. But I, I just, I think it's very misguided um, this popularity. We're not in high school anymore, you know?
1: Right, exactly. Did you feel any other ego at Andy's Baby Shower or like BravoCon besides like Elisa Rinna? Like anyone in particular that struck you?
0: Yeah, I just, um, I, I stayed with my cast. You know, I really did. Like Shannon, Tamara and I at BravoCon hung out morning, noon and night. We had such a great time. And, you know, we all had our significant others. So. It wasn't like, oh, I'm dying to talk to Eric. I don't even know Erica Jean. I I have no idea what I would even say to her. Hi, I like your pigtails. Like, I I wouldn't even know what to say to her. And I don't know, I don't know her. I mean, so, I don't know. I I didn't feel like I needed to reach out to anybody.
1: You're the OG, so, you know, maybe they should have been reaching out to you.
0: Maybe, maybe not, but it was fun. It was a good time.
1: Well, speaking of the Trace Amigos, I'm thrilled that I have my Trace Amigos picture from BravoCon because now, what, we have the Dos Amigos?
0: Well, you know what? Um, I unfollowed Shannon and then I followed Shannon and I'm still shocked that she has not reached out to me. When I got terminated, I called her and I said, I can't believe this, but I'm not coming back out. She's like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? I need you guys. And I said, you'll be fine. You'll be friends with Kelly and lickety-split. And she's like, no, 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 I won't. I said, yes, you will, it's your job. You have to work together. So, um, and then obviously Tamara called me one night and said, I can't believe that, you know, Shannon's got Kelly and Rick over. And I said, well, they moved Bronwyn, Shannon and Kelly all rent houses in the same neighborhood. What a convenience, I mean, it started in Coda, where we all lived, and now they're all in Newport, they like that zip code, so I, um, when I saw that, I thought, you know what, you haven't called me in three weeks, every time I call her, it goes to voicemail, she just clicks right to voicemail, I leave her voicemails, her voicemail's full, I'll text her, how you doing, let's get together for lunch, dinner, you and John want to come over, nothing back, and I thought, you know what, a relationship, a friendship is not one-sided, and I just know she's super busy, and we all are. I'm super busy, but I never forget my friends. So right.
1: And like, you know, there's a separation of business and pleasure. You can be best friends with Kelly for the show, but you can be best friends with Vicky in real life because one thing should have nothing to do with the other.
0: I just didn't get it, Dave. So it was, I'm, I don't know, Tamara's hurt. I'm hurt. I'm hopeful that we'll find a way to talk again. I mean, the day she gets terminated from Bravo, I guarantee you she'll be calling me. You know, and it will happen. It it will not go for 10, 20, 30 years, like. No. So, uh, I'll I'll be there for her, I'll pick up the phone. I'm not gonna send it to voicemail. I'm gonna say, get your ass over to my house or let's meet for dinner, let's go to the park. Let's, I'm here for you. Like I, you know, I care for her. You don't film with somebody for three or four or five years and know her children, know her family, know her mom. um, And then all of a sudden, just poof out of my life without anything happening. So hopefully it'll turn out okay.
1: I think when her time has come, she will turn right to you and Tamara. Like that will probably be the first call. That's my prediction.
0: And and I'll I'll be there for her, Uh, absolutely. And it will come, it will come. So if she thinks she's invincible, um, nobody is.
1: No. Do you think someone like Shannon or even Kelly, like wanting to keep their job so bad, you think it's more the fame or is it more the money?
0: Wow, that's a good question. I uh, Shannon doesn't have a career, so to speak. Um, so this is her career. Uh, so in order for her to provide for her lifestyle, she needs money. And I know she loves the fame.
1: I could see all that.
0: Facts are facts; they don't lie. I mean, I told you right up. I love the money. I didn't like the fame.
1: I you don't. You did I'm say great. that.
0: I'm very uh, insecure, I think, is my biggest thing. I don't like how I look on TV. And, um, you know, for me, it was a job. I did my best at it, and here we are.
1: You think you're in the minority for not loving the fame?
0: Yeah. What do you think?
1: I would think so. Yeah. Although I'm not so sure the fame goes away, per se. I mean, it it dims a little bit, but, like, even...
0: Yeah. But, uh, but I know I don't look for it. Right. Who's looking for me? Who's looking at me at the restaurant? I don't really care. Or or who, who recognized me or who, who who wants my picture? Like, I don't, I don't care. I want to be kind and nice to people, but it's not what I built on. You know?
1: Yeah. I think you're in the, I think you're in the minority. there. (laughs) There might be others. Do you think other than Bethany, do you think there has ever been a housewife despite what they say that has left? That has resigned?
0: Um, no, I don't recall anybody on my cast. They were all let go. Um, I don't know. I think Lori might have resigned when she married George because, you know, he was a very private.
1: Politician. That's true.
0: I, I think she, when she got married, she realized she did not need the show. Got married and then she was done.
1: That's true. Yeah. And when you say that you're insecure and don't like seeing yourself on TV, was this Vicky always, or is this in huge part thanks to Slade?
0: Um, well, I got my nose and my chin redone. I got a facelift, so I think my neck looks good now. Um, I always felt popular in high school and around in insurance conferences, and I felt secure with who I was. But when I saw myself on TV and he started making fun of my looks, I really, I called my mom and I'm like, oh my God, do I look this way? And she's like, you look like your father and your father doesn't look like, like I'm, I'm so a Steinmetz, which is my maiden name. Um, very German very, you know, and so my mother had dark hair and dark eyes when she was alive. And I, w- I took after my father's side. So she thought, of course, as every mother does, that I'm beautiful. And beauty isn't always just out here. It's here. And you can be the most beautiful woman or man. And if you don't have a good heart and don't come from a good space, you become ugly, right? And so my mother always used to say, well, you know, I wouldn't put you as a 10, but you are over a 10 in your personality and in your heart. And What do I need to do to be a 10? You know? So I always felt like maybe something needs to be tweaked. And that's when the doctor reached out to me and said, let me show you what we can do to your profile. And I was super happy with how it turned out. Um, so, you know, it's, tweaking is always okay.
1: I, I'm, I'm all for tweaking. I've, mm-hmm. I'm not going down without a fight myself. I, so I'll be getting stuff done for the rest of my life personally. That's just- That's okay. You know what it is? I actually am envious and applaud anyone that doesn't. I'm like, good for you. Like, I, I, I wish that was me, that I could just say, this is my age, I'm growing all gracefully. I'm personally not interested in that, but I'm envious of people that could.
0: Yeah, I'm not envious of, of them, because I think that some way, somehow, they are scared of it, or they can't afford it. Oh, this come here and say hello. This is my girl, Samantha. She comes every morning and takes care of me. Hi. Hi, how are so, you? So she brought me my nectar protein drink. So thank that's you, so
1: nice. Oh my god. <laughs> Dave's
0: in New York. Um so yeah. So no,
1: I you're you're right. I actually say that all the time though. I say like if if you could afford it or you weren't scared of the pain most people would do it. I actually agree with that. I take my statement back.
0: You know, Dave, I'm going to tell you one more thing. <clears throat> that is so good. If you have a nectar near you, you have to get the AB protein drink. It's almond butter, hemp seeds, no agave. It looks good. And it, this lasts me till dinner at seven o'clock. Really? All day. I just sip on it all day. It gives me all my nutrients, protein, like everything. Anyway. I'm on
1: a major diet now because I've, the, the COVID-19 is a real thing. Just FYI. I
0: so. I'm going to go on one more note about the plastic surgery. So yes. everybody knows I got my nose and my chin done. I had a facelift done three years ago, Dr. Ambe, because Tamara told me I needed it. So I'm like, okay, So because she had it done. And that's like, your neck looks so good. And she's five years younger. She's like, you need your neck done. I'm like, okay, sign me up. But last October, I was diagnosed with um, a form of cervical cancer. Nobody knows, but whatever. Um, so I had a full hysterectomy and they took everything out of me, gutted me. And since then my stomach is like four months pregnant. So I called the doctor and I'm like, I can't stand my stomach. And she's like, this is a result. Sometimes of the people that get hysterectomies, it could take one year to come down five years. So, so I just made an appointment to get a tummy tuck. Cause so I'm like, I'm like, oh, hell no, this thing is not going to have a fat stomach.
1: You're oh. like a year. No, thank you.
0: No, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get it tweaked because you know what, I don't like it. And I'm insecure about it. And I wanna be able to put my two-piece on and strut around my pool in Puerto Vallarta. And so I don't know when it'll be done, but I'm getting it done.
1: Oh my God, good for you. <laughs> well, that's the thing about all these procedures. Like they do work. Like it's, right. there's, there's a reason they're expensive and they're painful. Like they actually, these, it's just amazing what doctors can do these yeah, days. It,
0: it, you know, then When they put all that gas in your stomach and they push it out, Take all your insides out. Well, it literally, um, that was the worst pain I've ever been in my life. But anyway, when they take all that out, you are now compromised. So everything's got to find a new home to go into. And all that pushing out to get all that stuff out is gross. So it was done robotically, but I, I'm, I do not have the right stomach anymore.
1: Interesting. Speaking... Well, you're going to get it done, and I think that's great. Now, looking at your cast, your past cast, who would you say was gone before their time? I asked Tamara the same thing. Like, who do you think, like, that person shouldn't have been?
0: I I know the answer. Who did Tamara say? Heather.
1: Yes, that's who Tamara said. And Uh, I just recently sat down with uh, with Heather and Terry uh, here.
0: I love Heather and Terry. Her and I don't stay in contact the way that Tamara does. Never went sideways with her. Um, I just don't think I understand their life and their money. I mean, it's just oodles. You know, they print in their basement or something. I don't know. I feel probably insecure to that. So I I hang around people that I can feel somewhat equal to. You know, because I can't I can't hang with that. Um, I feel Gina Keogh, um, mm-hmm. definitely was gone. She she was always a little bit. More on the quiet side, like she did not know how to have fun. She was the mother hen of it, she was the oldest. But her wisdom with filming and TV you know, she was a, a playmate at one time and she was in movies and she just had so much wisdom about camera one, are you on camera three? Are you on? She was very knowledgeable, taught me a lot. Um, great mother, um, going through struggles with Matt. So, I, I think that, um I mean, she's sixty-three, sixty-four right now. looks fabulous. Uh, her daughter lives in Florida, so I, I just think that life continues when you get off the show, but you don't get to follow their story anymore. So that's why I think Bravo might be doing a disgrace to the show by bringing in new people that nobody has any history with. So, do we really care what you know the the newbie
1: whose name oh, you don't want to mention?
0: Can't stand her. Can't stand her. She came after me the first time at Tamron and I'll never forgive her for it, ever.
1: Is that what it is? Just that she came after? Do you think that was a calculated move? Like I'm I'm here and I need to make, yeah.
0: Off camera, she told me, our producer told me to go after you. Cool. I took him by his earlobe, put him up against the wall and said, what the heck are you doing? I'm a quote unquote friend this year and you're going to do this to me the first time I get together with everybody? Fuck you.
1: Sorry. So you can say whatever you want.
0: I was... Livid.
1: Really? So they just said this is the goal for you, and
0: I guess she told me off camera that that's what they he told her to do.
1: Wow! Yeah. And this is that same producer that doesn't like you. That obviously. He was there for. Did he come from any other shows on Bravo or just?
0: Um, I think I... he did, and I know he did. Um, Beverly Hills.
1: Interesting. But
0: he's not a good guy. So. When, when you know that about a producer, you don't give them your all. You know, a couple of years ago, we had a gal named Stephanie, she was fabulous. And she actually called me after I was let go. And she said, you're gonna be fine. You are good TV. You're a quality person. You're gonna be fine. So, you know.
1: Were you happy after the fact with like Andy's send off of you? Like after the, you know, we saw some drama at the reunion.
0: No, I wasn't happy how they sent me off. i talked about that on my podcast, how awful that was. And I think they used me, you know, for the ratings. And they, they know what button to press to get the Vicky going crazy. Bring a blue family van instead of my stretch limo that I ordered. I'm going to get pissed.
1: Vicky, that's one of my, for you, that's one of my favorite moments. Oh so
0: man. I ordered this stretching them out to have this powerful thing of pulling away in front of my driveway with my kids, 12 bags of luggage, we're going to Europe, and a blue family van shows up, horrible.
1: That's a classic, and I'm sorry, Lori Peterson, multiple partners. Those are, those are my two favorite Vicky moments, like.
0: And you know what, Dave, I just rewatched that moment. She says, I didn't say you were with multiple partners. I'm like, you just told Tamara that you thought it. Which story is it, liar? We I love, have never been with multiple partners in my life. So, And I haven't,
1: so. I do believe I you.
0: Well, what yeah, do you, I'm a one man woman.
1: I don't even need to ask you, because I know about the current cast, but what do you think is wrong with the current cast as it is of there the OC? No,
0: there's no legacy. So when you don't have legacy on a cast, I mean, look at Beverly Hills, there's legacy there. Kyle, look at New York, Ramona. You have to have something that the viewer's attach to. And by getting rid of Tamara and I, there's no legacy. I mean, yes, Shannon's the next one up. She had divorced from David, now she's dating. That, that's like, you know, postcard exactly what's gonna happen. You get divorced, you start dating. I mean, okay, next. Um, kids get it, grow up and they go to college, next. I mean, this is light, this is what happens. Um, but I, I don't know, I just, what was your question?
1: Like what do you I, think is wrong with the current cast? Oh, like,
0: there's, yeah, there's a legacy and they're bringing in people that are faking their their this can't be all real with the, the new one is doing. It can't be all real. I think she's watched for 14 years trying to figure out what's going to sensationalize the viewers and the viewers don't want to see that crap.
1: Right, like I know that's one thing you said, like you were always real, like you feel the I'm new person a, and some of the others just kind of bring it.
0: I'm not an actress. I'll Say it right now, I am not an actress and I don't know how to memorize a line for the life of me. So nothing was scripted. Nothing was ever, um, you know, manipulated on my end.
1: What about Megan King Edmonds? I mean, you kind of predicted this with Jim.
0: Five years in one day. They were so mismatched. He had no love in his eyes for her. And she was coming after me and like, bye-bye, bitch. You know, she was coming after me. Why? I didn't even know her. She's this young girl, younger than my daughter. I'm like, what are you doing? Go! And then she's like, oh, I love my stepchildren like my own. I'm like, wait, till you have your own? Well, guess what? She's not with her stepchildren anymore, is she? She's with her three. So everything I was telling her was because I've lived through it. Not because I wanted to be Miss Know It All. Totally. Of course. I I know what you can you can probably say this too. You can peg what marriage will make it and what won't when they walk down the aisle. I mean, it is literally, like, they're going to make it, they're not. They're going to make it, they're not.
1: Totally. And, like, when you look on reality TV, you could say, I think, 80% of the time, 90% of the time, like, we talked about this, like, I'm personally shocked at, like, Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler. That I mean, shocks not me.
0: Not about that. I mean, me I mean, too. That. But, you know what, that's that's the card of being on a reality TV show. The stress is real, the oh, I'm better than what I married and it's a false sense of security. She announced obviously that she's not going to be doing it anymore. On
1: e. Totally. And
0: I think that was the right decision. She's got three little kids and a business and she just needs to stay focused on, on that.
1: Well, that's why I love her because she's not a fame whore. She's in yeah. it for like, I don't care if I'm on TV, I have a real business. Right. right. We will go in two minutes because I know you're on a time crunch. What I assume there's no love loss between you and Jesus Jugs or you and Gretchen. Do you, you keep um, in touch with them?
0: You what, know, Gretchen and I still follow each other. I'm super proud of Gretchen. She got her dream, which is to have a baby. And there's nothing like having your own child. So super happy with Gretchen. I never had the huge conflict with her the way that Tamara did. Um, but I did have the conflict with Slade. Slade apologized, but I didn't really forgive him. You don't go after women like that. I, no man... I would run so far if the man I was with talked that way about another woman. I would never be with a man that way. Because if he talks to a stranger or somebody he just met, he's going to talk to her that way. So that's That's the character of who she's with. Yes, he might have changed by now. But there's no I'm sorry for cutting down somebody's looks. I mean, he's not the most gorgeous man I've seen ever. I would never think of saying that to him. Jesus Jugs Alexis Bellino, um, I, I called her when she told me, when I found out she was getting divorced from Jim, and she told me it was a long time coming, and she'll play just fine. I said, well, if you need anything, let me know, um, and, and we haven't communicated, so I just wanted her to know it's, it's hard, you know, she's got three kids, and she doesn't work, um, but I don't know, she, she's supported by, you know, these. it's still shocking to me how so many women are supported by these men. I mean, it's like crazy to me. I never got child support and I never got supported by a man. So I, I can't even imagine grabbing a paycheck from somebody. Like, it just go to work.
1: And Gretchen, anyway, and- uh,
0: That's a whole
1: other subject. Everybody, the OG of the OC, you need to come back on, Vicky. Oh, wow. I'm I sorry will. I kept you, but you are great. Thank you for sitting down and chatting with us and we'll okay. be in touch.
0: Okay, don't forget to whoop it up.
1: Uh, whoop it up and listen to Vicky's podcast too. Please. I'll text you. Five stars. Yes.
0: We need our five stars and we need downloads, right? Otherwise, we're not going to stay on the podcast channel.
1: Everyone needs to understand that. You need to give me five stars. You need to give Vicky five stars and leave a review. Everyone download, subscribe, and leave a review, right? There you go. So say hi hi to Steve.
0: I will. Okay, take care. Bye. Goodbye, honey.
1: Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear...